Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When we started to get this one off the ground, there were a lot of questions. How do you record an episode? How do you get the show into all these podcast apps like Apple, Spotify, and Overcast so people can actually listen to it? I've seen some shows make a bunch of money. How can I? The answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor. Anchor's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. It's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use, to the point where you can pull out your phone right now and knock out a solo episode if you wanted to. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means that you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Anchor makes it easy for us to record from wherever, whenever, and not worry about unreasonable subscriptions or limits. It's the easiest platform to get your show on all bigger platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You even get to see how your show is doing per episode by how many listens you've received with Anchor's metrics. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start to join us and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Now let's get this shit popping. Welcome, welcome. So this is Greg again for another solo episode of I'm just talking about any and everything because I don't have a fucking docket. I think that just might be the name of the show. I don't have a docket because I really don't. Um, Basically, I'm supposed to be talking about things that are going on in life and currently ain't shit going on. It's different when you have a newborn kid and you're working from home, which I must say feels fucking fantastic. You might hear the wind in the background because I'm purposely being a white woman of color walking around on the beach doing a podcast. Now, I don't know if many of you have ever done that. The shit is beautiful. I'm walking around. It's low tide. I feel fantastic. The water feels fantastic. The sand feels fantastic. And hopefully you listening do feel fantastic. I'm not high. I should be drunk, but I'm doing Sober October. It is what it is. So let me just say that this summer and COVID-19, the election, all that other stupid shit, I'm going to try to keep to a minimal for the next six to eight weeks. The reason why is because I know shit's going to get real if he gets reelected. More importantly, this COVID shit has not gone anywhere. The reason why is because nobody wants to wear a fucking mask. Now, I don't know why people just insist on walking outside without a mask on, other than the fact that they want to die. But sure, go ahead, do your thing. What I'm not doing is being that guy. So, (sighs) I lost my train of thought, but here we go. So, over the past, what, two or three weeks since I did the last recording, which you guys probably heard two weeks ago, maybe? I've been out of town. I told myself I'm going to enjoy the fruits of my labor or the lack of my labor being my work. I keep telling myself, you know what? I'm 33. Things need to change. When I say things need to be changed, I'm talking about work. I'm one of those people that 
I hate my job really, really bad, but I need my job just as fucking bad. And the reason why is because ain't no jobs out here with the COVID situation and everything going on with unemployment. I'm not trying to really depend on an unemployment check. More importantly, I don't want to have to go and learn a new company. I have things that I have to come to the realization of when it comes to having a kid on my insurance. More importantly, just knowing as an adult, I have to get things right. So, excuse me. I learned that. No problem. But being 33, I had to understand that having her on my insurance meant that I couldn't really quit, which was definitely different for me because I'm one of those where if I'm fed up, I'm getting the fuck out of there. And I have done that with two other jobs where I got kind of fed up and I was kind of done. But I told myself, I'm going to stick it out. I'm going to make things work. I'm going to make sure I can do what I can. Now I'm at that age. I really don't want to. And rather than quit or get fired, one or the other, I want to make sure that I put myself in a position where I'm in a better role. So it started with doing the resume situation where I wanted to make sure that my resume was top tier. So I looked at my resume, which I haven't updated in two to three years now. And even that is outdated, which is it's crazy Like to think that I've been at a place for two to three years. I'm seeing my white peers. These young, fresh out of college kids who they go to work and they're at work for maybe, you know, six to eight months. And they're like, oh, no, I'm going to law school or, hey, you know what? I don't really want to work here anymore. So I'm just going to go and find another job. In theory, that sounds very nice. But then I have to remember that I am a black male and shit is not as easy as they make it seem. So outside of being able to not do the same thing as they do, I just ask the simple question of, let me see what your resume looks like. So I compared a white coworker's resume to my own. And I'm like, wait, I know more than you. I do more than you. And I have more work experience. The only difference is they have the degree. So it, it kind of like raised my eyebrows at the fact that we pretty much have the same resume. We make the same amount of money. So it led me to question, like, are degrees really as important as people make them seem because if someone like myself doesn't have a degree and I'm working and have the experience and I have the same knowledge that you do, I just don't have that document. Shouldn't I be paid a little bit more than you? Now, someone might listen to this and say, no, I went to school. I did this. I got in debt because of school and I should be paid accordingly. But just factoring what I said before about these young kids, these young students fresh out of college who feel as though the world is deserved to them. So what they do is they decide to stay at a job for six to eight months and opt out to go to the next highest salary. And I've seen this on Twitter. I've seen this in our little group me groups where people say, I'm fed up with my job and I'm leaving. And they go and they take this little two to $3,000 raise. And then they're happy because they got a new job. They're learning new things. They're happy again. And then they do the same thing the next year. So in five years from now, when your resume looks like you've worked at, you know, four or five different places in the course of three to four years, you have to sit back and think like, yo, like, what did I learn? What did I gain? You didn't really gain that much in six to eight months. Maybe that's just my train of thought. 
So if anybody's listening can try to change that for me to make me better understand it, I would really appreciate it. I'm just really confused at that concept itself. So outside of that, I'm sorry, it is still kind of like windy outside. So I have my hood on as I'm trying to record for you guys. So please, you know, forgive me in that regard. So I did try to draw up a couple of topics that I wanted to talk about, even though this is the no docket show. Um, As I was, you know, doing my little spiel about work, something came across my phone about the Tory Lanez and Meg situation. Now, this has caused a rift between friends of mine, peers of mine, and people I've listened to on other podcasts where everybody has sided with Meg Thee Stallion. And they've said, yo, like if Tory shot her, Tory shot her, he ain't shit, blah, 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 blah. Trust me, we all agree. Recently, though, things have switched where people have started to ask the important question of, well, what if he didn't do it? Or more importantly, he hasn't said anything. So why not give him the opportunity to speak, which no one has until he dropped his album. Now, I will say he did incriminate the shit out of himself. And if he did it, or more importantly, the fact that Meg says he did it, then he's a piece of shit. I'm just going to leave that there. But I will leave you with this, though. If it does come out that what people are saying that Meg actually shot herself or Meg's friend shot her. I'm not saying people need to give apologies or people need to go on this tour of saying Tori is back. I just want people to have the exact same energy that they had for Meg. uh, I'm sorry, for Tori, for Meg. That's pretty much it. I, I don't have anything else to say in that regard, but there's that. So. I was supposed to do the show Austin with Q, so maybe, you know, when we do a Young Black and Bother episode, we'll touch on it a little bit more. So he and I watch football. Currently, I don't know what the fuck the NFL is doing. They have the situation where everybody's catching COVID, especially from Tennessee. I don't know what the fuck is going on in Tennessee specifically. More importantly, the Titans, but they got to get their shit together. It's gotten to the point where I think it's like 26 people who have COVID. How in the fuck does it get that far? I'm hoping that they get well, they get better. But I don't want the NFL season canceled because these teams just don't know how to practice social distancing. Now, this could be because most of them, honestly, when they go and play the Raiders, or the, you know, the Washington football team or something like that, after they leave that town, they go home to their families who their families could be hanging out with God knows who. But more importantly, those players are hanging out with other fucking players who are doing the exact same fucking thing. So to expect them to not catch this is insane. So I'm hoping that, you know, obviously they get better, but more importantly, the NFL needs to figure out a method of a bubble or some situation that will make it easier for these players to not catch this shit. Because I'm telling you, I put way too much money into fantasy football this year. Yes, I knew that COVID was happening, but I like to prey on my down, you know, on my little victims and everything that I play fantasy football with because I know how to play it. But it's hard to play it when fucking Derrick Henry can't play because his team decides, you know what? We're not going to social distance. It hurts knowing I picked that nigga in the first round. It really does hurt. So I- I'm going to just leave that like that. So the next thing on my docket, shout out to my future brother-in-law. Like he knows who he is. He's probably listening to this. I hope he's listening to this. So I just wanted to give y'all an insight on our like family nature. So he is a through and through Los, no, Los Angeles Lakers fan. Me, however, I was a Chicago Bulls fan. I will continue to be a Michael Jordan fan, but the Chicago Bulls have let me down. Since I've been married, though, I have developed a like, a care, and 
somewhat of a respect for the Boston Celtics. As a result, you can tell our family is divided between the Boston Celtics and the L.A. Lakers. Baylor's probably going to listen to this and be like, nah, Greg, we got to make you a Lakers fan. Cool. So I said something that was pretty fucking disrespectful. And I wanted to put it on the air because I'm sure somebody's going to be offended by it, but I don't want them to be offended. It was supposed to be lighthearted, but it, it came off kind of rude. And reading it back, it's like, yo, that, that was kind of fucked up. So my brother-in-law says that he's going to get my daughter a Lakers jersey, and she is going to understand that a winning franchise is about to wrap this thing up. I'll explain it later. No worries. So me, and mind you, I was sober when I wrote this, so I know I don't really have to apologize for it. I said, with all due respect, if Kobe didn't die and LeBron wasn't co-commissioner of the NBA, the Lakers would never have made it this far. Period. And then I said, heart emoji, but go off. Because I'm a really big asshole in some sense. So I read it the next day. I was like, you know what? That was kind of rude, but I got to stand on that shit because at at some point I I respect Lakers fans who know that they have a good team this year and they know their legacy and stuff like that. But when Lakers fans that have been quiet, the the non-Baylors of the world, the non, you know, Jenkins and Jones podcast, the non-reduced lunch who have stood with the Lakers, you know, through thick and thin, not the ones who last year when they weren't doing shit, were saying, you know what? I, I ain't going to say nothing. You know, we, we got him next year. You know, LeBron was injured. We got him next year. No, nah, nigga, like, that's your team, right? Like, right now, I got to stand on the fact that the Celtics were literally some shit. I've been arguing with the fact that, you know, Gordon Hayward ain't done shit for us. Nothing. Not a fucking thing. He, you know, he goes on injuries. I understand he just had a new kid and stuff like that. But don't fake your injury, my nigga. Just say you want to be with your family. Your, you know, your wife's expecting the baby. Leave it that way. Don't go say stupid shit like I'm injured and blah, blah. No, that's not it. But getting back to the Lakers. So if you are a Lakers fan and you're hearing this from me, from Greg, I'm just letting you know, I'm not disrespecting Kobe's legacy. I'm not disrespecting the Lakers. I'm not even disrespecting LeBron because honestly, I have built a newfound love for LeBron. Any nigga that can literally take over the entire league at his age, doing the thing that he has done, being as important as he is, and more importantly, just like carrying a team that are just loaded of like, you know, C-list niggas. Because think about it. If LeBron was playing in Boston, it would be the same fucking thing. Because right now, the Boston Celtics are a bunch of C-list niggas and Tatum. Tatum right now, he's like borderline B+. A minus, if you want to call it that. And the reason why is because he never fucking closes. I, I, I cannot understand why this nigga cannot close. It hurts my heart. To, just, you know what? I don't even want to cry or argue on this thing. So I'm going to just go to the next topic. So, you know, in, in closing with that, you know, to my brother-in-law, you know, my future brother-in-law who hears this, you know, I, I don't apologize, my nigga. I don't apologize at all. Like, I really hope that Miami goes and takes this shit to game seven just to make you sweat the shit out a little bit more so I can talk my shit over the weekend. Now, the Lakers were supposed to play on Thursday night. They changed the fucking schedule to Friday. Why? Because it sounds better to have a championship game on a Friday night. More importantly, they know for a fact, for a fact, that Thursday night football, even though it's going to be a trash game, is going to pull in more ratings. That's sad as fuck to know, ain't it? Tell me about it. So, moving right along. Speaking of football, I was watching on Sunday. And I didn't get to see the end of this game, but I did know about the relationship of Jalen Ramsey and Golden Tate. So for anybody who doesn't know, Jalen Ramsey 
had, I want to say, two kids with Golden Tate's sister. Now, Golden Tate is a player for, I want to say he, he played for the Giants, but I want to say he plays for the, uh, I, don't, I don't know about him, but he, he plays for the fucking NFL team, right? So, <clears throat> so Ramsey and Tate end up fighting at the end of this fucking game because Jalen Ramsey left his sister and their two kids for a stripper. Now, most would say, well, that's some fucked up shit. For somebody like me, I'm like, yo, that's the end, you know, that's, that's just professional sports. Those niggas do that shit. And that's, it's not fine. It's not making it a cool thing to do. But they played the whole game. They played it straight. They didn't argue or anything like that. But at the end of this game, these two niggas threw hands. Now, if you ask me, I'm going to say Jalen Ramsey won. And the only reason I'm going to say that, and this might sound really fucked up coming from somebody in an interracial relationship, but I got to make it crystal clear. Golden Tate and his wife have been pictured as Donald Trump supporters. There's photos of them wearing fucking Donald Trump masks, which scares the fuck out of me to even think about because my wife know better. I know better. More importantly, you got me absolutely fucked up thinking that I'm going to be out here making myself look that crazy. Absolutely fucking that. So the fact that Tate got his ass whooped by his brother-in-law after his brother-in-law cheated on his sister. And then you get your ass whooped in the middle of the field. Just retire, my nigga. Just, whoo, whoo, boy, boy, boy. I don't know what the fuck he was thinking, but that shit was funny. I looked at the clips on Twitter. I was like, oh. You you told him you was going to have to see him the next time y'all played each other. You got to play each other and you get your ass mollywalked. My goodness. Ooh, that, 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 that shit ain't sweet. I'm sorry. It ain't sweet. Getting your ass beat. Like, no. No, 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 no. So what else do I have to talk about? Um, What else do I have on this docket? I don't think I have much. Oh, uh, so I guess some guy went viral for wearing a shirt that says build. I guess pussy builds strong bones. Maybe. Could be true. Couldn't tell you the truth or a lie. Couldn't do it. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. All right, y'all. So I'm back indoors, you know, apologies for the audio, but whatever. So there's more I wanted to talk about. So a lot of people keep telling me that I am an Apple fanboy, And the answer is you are absolutely fucking right. So next week, Apple will be announcing a new iPhone, the iPhone 12, and your boy is going to have it. When I say I'm going to have it, I'm going to fucking have it. The first day, the first week, whatever you want to call it, I'm going to have it. And yes, I'm going to be showing it the fuck off. Excuse me, the fuck off. 
And the reason why I do things like this is not to stunt on people or not to just make it because I'm the first one to have it. The reason why I'm doing it is because as a adult male who knows for a fact that they probably won't get a PS5 this year, this right here is the biggest joy that I get out of 2020. 2020 has been an absolute shit show. So the fact that I'm getting a new phone being my greatest joy, it's just great. I, I need this to happen. So I just want you to share with me when I'm on Instagram, on Twitter, on social media, just talking my shit about how great this phone is and how much better it is than the last phone I got last year. Even though ain't shit going to improve much, the camera might be a little bit better. The phone might be a little bit thinner. But you know what? It's still the greatest fucking phone ever. And anybody who has a Samsung or an Android phone, let me just tell you this shit now. I don't care. I have a Google Pixel phone. I do have Android. I will tell you this now. Don't come in my mentions talking that Android shit. I'm telling you I will unfollow and block your ass. I'm not playing. I am not fucking playing. Moving right along. So I think I talked about Jalen Ramsey. We talked about fantasy football and all that other shit. So people wanted to know how is fatherhood? It's pretty damn good. Right now, being able to be at home with the baby, it's fun. Being able to watch her grow, being able to see her every day, you know, waking up and just having her and not having to rush out of the house and be like, I got to be to work. I got to do this. I got to go here. I got to go here. I'm just with her all day. So it's going to be rough when you actually do have to go back to work. But most companies, I feel like when they do open back up, they're going to have to do the remote, you know, two to three days a week. Say, you know what, Monday, you know, Monday, Wednesday and Friday stay at home. But Tuesday and Thursday, come in and do the work that you need to do. The reason why is because there have been polls, at least for my job, that have said, you know what? A lot of people work better from home. And honestly, I do. The reason why I do that is because I don't have to worry about my boss. Now, I will say this. I do have a higher up in our firm that has an issue with the fact that some of us work from home. And more importantly, they have an issue with the fact that they cannot micromanage. The reason why they can't micromanage is because a lot of the things that we thought took 7.5 hours to do in the office take us two hours to do at home. The reason why? You don't have to worry about coffee breaks. You don't have to worry about the small talk and going to the kitchen and having people ask you stupid ass questions like, did you watch the game last night? Yes, you know I watch the game. I watch sports. You come to me every week asking me about this shit. I'm going to tell you the same thing. Yes, I watched it. We're going to agree because you know what teams I like. You know what teams I don't like. You know, for a fact, I don't give a fuck about the Dallas Cowboys or the fact that every game they're down by 20 in some magical way they just come back. And either win or lose. But either way, it's a fun fourth quarter for them. You know how this works. So stop asking me every Monday. I hate that shit. So outside of, you know, the working from home thing, being able to be a father that not only lives for their kid, but their wife as well. A lot of people fail to realize working from home and being at home means that you have a better overall establishment of your home. There are things I learned about my home and my relationship that I didn't know until COVID. Like, I didn't know that my wife liked to get her nails done so much. Didn't know this. I, I didn't know that she, you know, certain things I just didn't know until COVID. And somebody would be like, well, you and her have been together forever. How did you not know this? Because we're married. 
And what anybody will tell you who is married, one thing they won't tell you is that once you're married, you learn a whole lot more. And once you do that, it's even much better, especially with COVID, especially with COVID. So let me see. I, I think I talked a little bit about everything this week. Um, in terms of Skylar, she has changed a little bit since the last episode. She's developing a coup. And it seems like even though it comes out, you know, it comes out as cries, it feels like she actually has a voice, which is it's different for me. Like having a kid who was like, oh, damn, like she has a personality. You can tell what her voice is going to sound like. And she has this thing. She just got her first shots, her two month shots. I think that's what they call Just got those shots. And she was not with the shits at all for a total of about two to three days. She's gotten a little bit better, but she still wants to be held by mommy. Me? She can't stand my ass. She's like, okay, he picks me up. Why the hell are you picking me up? Give me to her. And that's fine. Um, Because I know for a fact she's going to be a daddy's girl and I'm going to spoil the shit out of her. Not like Jalen Ramsey did to his two kids when he left the wife or the baby mom for the, you know, the stripper that didn't work out. But we're not going to touch on that. Um, I guess, what else do I have briefly to talk about? Uh, The Washington football team, they benched Dwayne Haskins. Um, I thought the nigga was a bum to begin with. So hopefully... I mean, he goes to the Jets or the Dolphins or anybody who's willing to take him and surrender a third or fourth round pick, maybe, because, I mean, Jacksonville is going to probably do that. Now, I'm sorry, you know, reduce lunch. That's probably what's going to happen. Imagine the fact that the Jaguars were supposed to tank this season, and instead of tanking, they won games, and they didn't get that number one pick. So what's going to happen is they're going to trade up with the Washington Redskins to get fucking Dwayne Haskins. You know what's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm just telling you this in advance. I don't want anybody to be upset, especially if you're from Jacksonville, because I know how y'all are. However, it, it is what it is. So in closing, this is Greg. This is another episode. I'm going to just let this go. Um, obviously, you can follow us all at Young Black Pod. You can follow me if you can find me on Twitter at Al Sharptongue. You can follow me on Instagram if you can follow me there. You can find me, more rather. Um, I'm not going to say my name until maybe a couple episodes and you can figure that out on your own. But until next week, I'll see you.